listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Oh, yeah, boy, yes. Good evening. Siya ni bingelela si figila stelil gangres kalilegi le si figile tinas tumelanga muntu si la si shosonke si tau matota guagum nandi sinsexen guzek figile si skati. Kule kukoge kunjalo si shosonke ge emo tueni makaya guma couch. Nala posiko nagum nandi kunjalo si shongazulinye siti sulan. Good evening, family. Good evening uh, to each and every one of you. Uh, I just want to say thank you for being with us since in the morning. Uh, you've been supporting us. And then I just want to thank the team. We are here to push boundaries. I'm with my uh, handsome uh, technical producer uh, ever. So hard working NK Unjanumkulu Ukrain Yabono to write Silapage Bazalone Silapage family Silapage our beloved listeners Jesu We it's a yeah it's a jam pack show. Uh from now we will be in conversation with uh, our resident um spokesperson from uh Eguruleni um EMPD uh, then from there from half past three from half past eight up to nine o'clock we'll be in conversation with the spokesperson of the uh, transport uh, department Yasehautin. Um from there we are in conversation with uh, the Tembisa um civic on- organization leaders. Just stay tuned because obviously we are here, we're pushing boundaries and you are chilling with with me here on the political desk. Good evening, Bazalwane. And uh, good evening, Sister So, How are you doing this evening? Uh, good evening to you, sir, and to your listeners of Hope Alive. Yeah, it wasn't such a good day, but yeah. So, yeah, I hope tomorrow we'll wake up being a better day. Yeah, I know that uh, you, uh, today it was not indeed a good day for you. Uh, actually, not for you only, for all of us in the country. Uh, what what uh, just what happened in uh, Wadville in relation to uh, the the three year old, if I'm not mistaken, and the dead year old four. man. Yes, four. yeah, the three, the four year old uh, kid, and then the, that forty year old uh, so called man. I don't know. Do I call it that? Or I can call it animal. You will bear with me, guys, because you can't do that as a, as a human being. You can't really do that. But we're not there. Uh, this evening, uh, we just want to, since it's a, we celebrating Transport Month, um, I just want us to, um, give, uh, the, the listeners the info as, as far as uh, the Transport, Transport Month is concerned in relation to your department. What are the things that are you doing? What are the awareness since we, are like nearly, uh, nearly, nearly throwing closer to, uh, to the festive season? Uh, what are the plans that uh, are in place for the city of Egoruleni? And then what are the things that we need to be uh, aware of? Okay. Um, you know that October is the month of transport. So particularly, we um, <laughs> you just have to deal with me. My mind is not in a good place. In okay. terms of what had transpired earlier on today with the findings of the four-year-old, okay. so yeah, mm. I'll try. Um, yeah, just bear with me a bit. 
So, um, so as we know that October is Transport Month, so um, we concentrate mainly on uh, transportation. And uh, so this month, it's, uh, we do warrants, we do operations in different uh, regions. So it will be your northern region, your eastern region, and your southern region. So um, we look at all uh, uh, relevant things pertaining anything that has to do with transport. Remember, your transport is not only uh, um, your small motor vehicles. It's inclusive of your uh, minibuses, so which carries your uh, passengers, everything that is transport. So uh, any mode of transport, so from cyclists to, to, so it's awareness around that. Mm. So yes. So since you're mentioning the issue of any mode of transport, there's this uh, issue that we are often, uh, most of the time, when the challenge hit or when something uh, bad happened, that's when we start to open our eyes. Can you, like, just a bit about the school transport? Because uh, we have seen in several occasions, uh, you'll see Abu Malume, they pack these kids like Ama Peko, Ama Zambani. Um, in that regard, what are the things that parents need to do to avoid the overloading and to to avoid uh, using the uh, transportation that is uh, way old or way out of the road? Okay, thank you. Remember that um, as a parent, your child's safety should come first without you looking at that no, it's an affordable transport, mm. safety first. So those are the things that we look at, things like your road, the, the road worthiness of the transport. So most of the time, we'd be um, checking um, the vehicle fitness, and we find that some uh, vehicles are not uh, fit to be transporting school children, you know. Or they are overloaded with a whole lot of school children. So I mm. uh, would also advise to, uh, parents as well to say, don't just put a child in, a tra- in any form of transport for the sake that it's cheap transportation or whatever. You need to put the safety of your child first. Mm. And the drivers also must adhere to the correct and have the correct documentation of transportation of uh, uh, children. Remember, should anything happen, you are liable because you are the one that's in charge of all those lives that you are carrying. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. So, Susie, um, like right now, um, it's that particular uh, time. It's busy, everything, transport that is, transport that, people will be going home, people will be going on holidays and all that. What are the things that they need to be aware of um, as they are going to the uh, various uh, destinations as far as festive is concerned? Uh, remember, like I said, we need to emphasize the fact that uh, roadworthy, uh, that the, the car is roadworthy, especially when traveling uh, long distances. And we also advise the drivers to also take breaks when uh, traveling long distances. So 
you must check the roadworthiness, you check the tire threads, you check that the the, the, the vehicle mechanism, you check that the uh, wipers, you know, it's the little things that we usually take uh, tend to take for granted. Mm. You check the, the, the your wipers, you check the windscreen, you know, the, so it's those things that you take for granted. But people need to remember, and I always say, you know, sometimes we'd stop a motor vehicle and a taxi, for instance, and then we'd tell the, like, take it off the road now that it's not adhering. And you'd hear the passengers saying, mm-hmm. you know, and it's for their own safety to say this car is not uh, uh, fit to be on the road. You mm-hmm. understand? So. We know that during the festive season, uh, there'll be a lot of traveling. But before doing that, people need to check their motor vehicles if they are fit to drive long distances and just adhere to all the rules of the road. Oh, okay. So what more that maybe we need to be aware of as far as the transport month is concerned? And are we? do you have any events that you are running at this particular time, uh, at this particular got, moment? We are embarking on awareness campaigns. We've got, like I said, mini roadblocks. We've got stop and searches, checking for roadworthiness, the vetted driver's license, and section, and pedestrians as well. So in the past couple of, like when we do the statistics, we see that we've had a lot of fatalities where we find pedestrians uh, crossing the road. Uh, which in our term as a police official, we call it jaywalking. So we'd advise the pedestrians to say that stop crossing on busy roads, you know, either than where it is a a designated crossing point. So we urge pedestrians to refrain Mm. crossing on the freeways. We tell them that they need to utilize your pedestrian crossings or bridges. So also the taxi and passenger awareness that, like I said, where taxi drivers and also the road users also need to adhere to the basic rules of the road. So we check, um, I said, the, yeah, your mirrors, your safety belts. People will know that they need to put on your safety belt. Mm. Not behind the seat, you put it on. So the, the, the wheels, the engine, the steering wheel, and yeah. So, you know, be a responsible driver when you're on the road because you are, you are not the only one on the road. So you need to be cognizant of other drivers, other other road user, users of the, on the road. Mm. Yes. So you only do that, like going like in schools because uh, you know that you, during this time now kids will be writing exams. Uh, as they're writing exams, sometimes they will take their parents' cars and then just uh, driving around and all that. So any plans of going to high schools just to bring the awareness, uh, do you have that in place? Remember that the must do that is a thing that we have throughout not only no. uh, that transport month. We've got our social crime prevention unit. Mm. We remember the other time when I came in to say they have a direct uh, interaction with uh, the community. Mm. So they do visit schools. And so those are one of the awarenesses that we do, like when we go speak to the learners at school and everything. So with regards to that, 
I think more than anything, it should be the responsibility. I don't think any parent in the right mind would want to give their child who does not possess a, a, a lens. And you know that even if your child has a lens, they need to be somebody with a driver's license driving yes. with them. The yes. child cannot be driving with only a lens and without any supervision of an adult with a, the correct valid driver's license. So before you can even give your child the car keys to say, here's the car, go, you, you know, it's now exams, you'll be driving. But like I said, the emphasis is being a responsible road user and taking cognizance of other road users on the road. So you cannot be a responsible, irresponsible parent to give your child the car without knowing that your child only has a learner, you know. So, and those are the things that I always say that some of the things we need to work in conjunction with the community and with the parents. It should start at home. You understand? I, I hear so you. Okay, maybe let me put mm-hmm. it in this context. Like like right now, let's say you are at work. Uh, mm. You maybe you have one or two cars, or you use you using a a, a, a club uh, a kind of uh, transportation. Now you left your car at home, and obviously your kids know you know the keys where the keys are, and then they just take without your, your 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 knowledge and then they drive around that's that's the one that i'm talking about not the other the, the yeah. one that where you give them the key yeah if we found you while we are doing our roadblocks and we found that the child does is not does not have um driver's license and is dri- what but driving on the road on a public road will probably give the child, not probably, <laughs> they will get a, a fine. And I think also, you know, uh, that the you can be irresponsible as a parent to just leave your kids. We know these days how these kids are, you understand? Mm. And you just carelessly just leave your kids like that and knowing very well that the temptation, your child might be tempted to actually take the kids and be on the road, you know? And tomorrow, remember, should anything happen nowadays, uh, motor collision or fatality then what you understand so hence i said that some things they should begin at home you know you should know as a parent you know how that we've got very inquisitive kids our children are very inquisitive so any child when we are just leaving the kids just lying around the kids might be att- might be tempted to actually take the keys and attempt to drive mm. yes no, uh, thank you so much, Sister uh, uh Thank you for your time. But before I let you go, um, I'm not too sure if you are in a position to say something in relation to the story that you have experienced today and in response to uh, how uh, community, our communities are, tra- are, are, are treated as far as uh, getting services uh, to maybe let's say from the police i know that you're not talking for uh, for the police uh the way they they were raising their issues to say that at times they will have cases uh, taken to the police station nothing is happening and everything uh any way that, that you maybe you need to say um to the community first uh not that you 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 you're speaking on behalf of subs okay from our side uh, our agency, the Premier and the MEC, we visited the family of the four-year-old uh, little girl who was kidnapped, uh, murdered, 
and rape. So, and when the detailed report was read, it was a very gruesome uh, 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 um, detailed report. It was it, it it was it was terrible what had happened to that child was terrible and um remember when you're opening a case for missing persons and and I actually want to say that the the the, the police did work around the clock mm. and they were they were able because this child the little girl went missing from that mistaken on was it on Thursday, I seem to be corrected. So remember there's a couple of hours which you need to wait until you uh, uh, can open a missing person's uh, uh, case. But they did work around the clock. They were able to 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 to, to um, arrest the perpetrator. Where uh, some of the child okay, so the child was identified and all, but they still are missing parts of the child. So uh, all I can say is we really live in a sick world. Um, uh, 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 it, South Africa has become the pit. Unfortunately, we live amongst uh, people who are animals who have no respect whatsoever for human lives. You know, an innocent little girl to be murdered like that, it's really heartbreaking. And I'd like to appeal to, to the communities um I don't know until when, you know, that women and children are going, are still going to be living in fear and fearing for our lives, you know. And uh, I found, I, I find it very cowardice. And if I was not on radio <laughs> like that, using all kinds of, because I am really hurt with the situation that went on today. Mm. And it's, 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 it, and I don't think that, it has to happen to you for you to actually understand the the circumstantial of how heartbreaking it is. Okay. And as a mother or a parent, and how do you actually recover from such a terrible ordeal? But mm. like I said, you know, some things we can blame the police, we can blame the we can, we can play the blame game all we want. Yeah. But I always say that the change that we want to see it starts with us. You understand? And Right now, it's not even about blaming or anything. It's, 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 we just need our, our justice system for justice to prevail. And, and one of the things I think uh, we really need to look, at, look into is such uh, um, heartless crimes, like because this guy was already out on bail just and, and, and he had a case of rape, you know. Mm. And to say when you go to as far as uh, when now uh, this, these monsters are arrested, uh, like what what elements are looked into for a person for such a person to to get bail mm. and to actually come into the recent society and repeat the same, the same uh, crime, you know. So mm. those are the things that we need to look at into, and our justice system just needs to support the women and children because. Really, uh, uh, after this was even declared as a pandemic, so it, it, it's something that is going on and on and on, and we cannot be living like this. You understand? Mm. It's it's disgusting. It's appalling, and more more than anything, like until when? Mm. So we need to work together, you know. And and uh, the community of white will really help with the search, you know. Mm. And 
that you really need to be on our toes and women and if you're a parent look out for your children like you need to start panicking when your child is out of sight whether you are at a mall or even around even when you are sending your little kids to the plaza shops and you know our children's safety needs to come first you understand it's no longer like before when you're just relaxed when you just send your child to 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 a mall or to a plaza shop we are really living amongst animals so those are the things that we need to take into cognizance that it's not like before and yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I just pray that this I don't know, I don't know until when and we've been praying, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's take care of each other, let's take care of our women, let's take care of our children. We really live in a disgusting world. So uh- yeah. Okay, sis, thank you so much uh, until we meet again. Uh, I know Guti, you were supposed to come here, but due to the uh, this situation and other uh, things that were beyond your control, uh, you couldn't make it to the studio, but thank you so much for coming. Um, thank you f- so much for uh, making time uh, to be with us here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, and I would have loved to engage with the uh, uh, the guy that you have, not the transport one, the one for um, what the Tembisa shutdown. shutdown. But I hope you make time, yes, and please invite him again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you want the panel with him? Ah, <laughs> 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 Okay, we'll we'll see. We'll see what to do. We'll see what okay, to do. Uh, yeah, I hope uh, EMT, uh, EMPD will, will, will also sponsor us for this event. My goodness me. Sponsor <laughs> You sponsor <laughs> us for that event. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, okay, sharp thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, thank you, family, for listening. That was uh, Tabiso. You are listening to Hope Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.